Welcome to Life Happens, where Texans come to protect their legacy and prepare for the second half of life. Join your host, attorney Kim Hegwood of Your Legacy Legal Care and our weekly guest as we navigate the challenges that emerge as life happens. Now here's your host, Kim Hegwood. Good morning and welcome to Life Happens with me, Kim Hegwood, and our very special guest today is Michelle Alman. Good morning. Good morning, Kim. And so today we're going to talk about something that's very important, and we're going to be talking about retirement and caregiving for aging parents. And so, and you have a little personal experience with this. I do, I do. Uh, you know, uh, at 57 years old today, or well, this month, I have a birthday. Um, never thought that I would be in the situation where I was a cancer survivor. Um, and, but about 18 months ago, I was diagnosed with leukemia. Um, you know, a runner, uh, CrossFit, you know, healthy otherwise person. So yeah, I do have a little bit of experience with it and uh, it has, um, but it's been a good thing. You know, um, it's been a really a good experience even throughout all of it, but we'll talk more about it and love to share more of my story. You know, um, as I've been married 35 years and together with my husband, 39, be 39 years in August, uh, it's been uh, quite fun. And to go through this together um, has really brought a deeper passion for what I do to help families and what I've been doing for the past 20 years to help families um, in these types of roles than what we're going to talk about today. So let's start that. And so and happy birthday, just so early, just so you know. And so and uh, so your parents obviously uh, started aging. And, um, and, and what did you learn from your parents, you know, from your from their planning or lack of planning for retirement? Uh, what did you learn? I think that as we all have experiences, we have either experiences where our family, maybe they didn't properly prepare for their retirement or they did. And whatever, whichever that case is for you, it can help you, right? Because either we learn from what our parents did right or maybe we learned from what they didn't do right. And so it helped us to um, seek out more information to help us do the right things. Um, you know, I was one of five children. I'm the youngest of five. And so I had older parents and my, both of my parents passed away over 20 years ago. And so uh, they were uh, prepared pretty well for retirement. And so it, it put, um, and that's when I got my insurance license, really right after they passed away. Sometimes things in life happen and you feel this purpose or this need to move forward in a different direction. And that's kind of what happened to me. My degree was accounting. I did that for many years. And then after both of my parents passed away, I realized, wow, there's a lot of people that could benefit from the products and services that we provide. And how can I help other people? And that's kind of the direction that I went into when after after that happened. So, yeah, uh, it's it's an opportunity for you. And I always talk to to my families, my individuals. Um, everything is individual for you. Um, there is no one right answer, um, but you to seek clarity and to find out your options, because 
most people, all we really can do is help educate you as to kind of what is, what are some of the options available to you? Uh, and how can this help you better prepare yourself for your future? In a very important, always very important. And so, but for, for, for people that are taking care of aging parents, why is it important to focus on, you know, on your retirement, you know, the person that's taking care of the parents? Um, why is that important? Absolutely. That is so important as, as you, you know, as you're trying to take care of your own parents, if you're not properly preparing for your own retirement, um, you know, what, what's going to happen when you turn 65 and what's going to happen with social security? We don't really know in the next 20 years. Um, if every, if nothing changes, uh, with the government situation, you know, it says we're going to get only 75% of what we're supposed to get. Uh, we don't think that's going to happen, but we don't know for sure, right? Until 2036 rolls around, right? So we do need, if we're in our 40s, 30s, 20s, 50s, we need to be preparing. And, and, and there are some people that I'm talking to in their 60s that they haven't really started preparing. Uh, and yet they make a very good income, but they're not thinking, okay, when I turn 65 or 70, when I stop working, how am I going to live on the social security and have I properly saved the money that I need to live on? That's the biggest, pe you know, people's biggest fear is really outliving their money. Yeah. I find that in my practice as well. I mean, I don't do financial services, but I do find that clients worry about it when they're doing planning is, you know, when, you know, are you planning on retiring anytime soon? Well, I don't think I can because I'm not going to have enough money, you know, so it, um, it's a big topic uh, these days of do I have enough money to retire and then maintain some kind of lifestyle. You know, so when you're working, you should have a lot more money than what you will when you retire. And so, so what three things should you focus on when planning for retirement? Well, what you want to focus on is, I mean, let's look at, first of all, Let's look at your fixed income sources that you're going to have when you retire. For example, Social Security may be one of them. Maybe if you're in the school system, TRS is one of them. Or FARS, if you're, maybe you're a federal employee and that's another pension program. Maybe you're with a company that still offers a pension. Most of them don't. Uh, so, so it's really, you know, how do we look at other sources for fixed income and and what are those we can help provide access to some of those sources for either a fixed income uh, to help you because again um, you might have this bucket of money but is it really going to last your whole life or let's look at let's talk about taxes are taxes going to go up or are they going to go down in the future that's a real good question that yeah. I want to, you know, always talk to people about that. Yeah. I talk to clients a lot about it because I, I, I tell them that, you know, the middle class is who pays taxes, you know, so when they need more taxes, they just take our money. It's, it's, it's not the wealthy, you know, and, it, and it's not the poor. They can't afford to pay taxes, you know, so, you know, we have to plan better. You know, the middle class has to just do, they have to plan better. 
and um, always because we're the ones that are going to take the hit when you know when something goes wrong usually and so and uh, so and we do have some you know different tax-free retirement type options that are available for regular people like you and me uh, that most people just don't know again they they don't know that's available Uh, they don't know how it's available uh, and so our job is just like yours is just to educate people to help them empower them. It's their money. It's your money. And you get to make those decisions with your money on how you um, move forward in your retirement. And so that's really what I try to do is help empower people so that they can live the, the life that they want to live. Most people, they tell me, I want to travel when I retire. I want to do this. I want to do that. But have they really thought through and put a budget together of how they're going to, you know, traveling costs a lot of money. (laughs) It's not free, you know, and so that is a consideration. How how do we get where how do we get where we want to go? It's kind of like, you know, getting in a car and you're going to take a trip to Washington, D.C., but you forget to put on your your GPS. You know, you got to put that GPS on. So we got to have a you know, the best route possible. And that's kind of the way I look at it. Or you could be my mom and you just get to travel with me. (laughs) She's pretty spoiled. (laughs) And so, and uh, so you talked about, you know, there's different, you know, tax-free products. Um, Just out of curiosity, could you give us an example of one so that the listeners are listening, they're thinking, hmm, tax-free products, that sounds good. Maybe we just get an example of what one, you don't have to name company names or anything, but just, you know, really how, how does it work? Because everybody's looking for a tax-free retirement if they can get it. Sure, absolutely. Well, of course you have your Roth IRA, which is a tax-free, but you're limited on what you can do there each year. And if you're one of those people who makes too much money, then you're completely excluded from that option. Um, So we have some tax-free products that basically um, it's a type of an insurance policy and it's through the IRS code 7702 that makes this available for people like you and me. You do have to qualify medically, so it's not for everybody. You do need 10 to 15 years to build that. It's not It's not a microwave. We're not a microwave retirement program. There is no microwave retirement program that I know of, except maybe the lottery. <laughs> I don't think your chances are that good of winning the lottery. So, you know, um, but yes, um, it allows you that it allows you to have everything inside of that policy grow tax-free. And then the IRS code allows you to pull money out of that policy also tax-free. Let's say you want to start distribution phase of your retirement when you're 65 or 70. And then you can take that money out until you're 90 or 100 or however long you live. There's a lot of options with it. Um, And it's just like the great thing is everything that grows inside of it is never taxed. That's a very big deal. Now, because you think about it, um, and let's say you pass away before all that money is used. What happens to that money? That's a great question. Guess what? It goes to your family, and it's also tax-free. So 
you know, we're in a, we're in a society now where taxes, you know, everybody is concerned about taxes going up. So if you're paying 20% now, you might be paying 30% 10, 20 years from now. Um, 30% of your income is a big deal. Most people don't realize, but their number one bill in life, what is it, Kim? It's taxes. They always say mortgage, but it's not mortgage. It's actually taxes. And so how can we reduce that? Mine might be grandkids. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too, coming up. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, so here we're talking about, you know, the different roles that, you know, that life insurance can play in, in retirement planning. And so, and, um, and I know enough to be dangerous in the sense of, you know, I can tell a client, go back to your financial advisor and ask them more about life insurance, you know, that you can, you know, you can overfund life insurance policies and then take that cash value out later. And, you know, so there's, there's a lot of good things when it comes to, you know, to, to life insurance that most people don't realize. And so, um, in, and you may be able to tell me some more, but someone had told me, you know, like you can get, you know, life insurance and then there's some products have a bucket of long-term care money off to the side. Yes. That is very true. We do have uh, companies that offer that as a writer. And, you know, I love it. And here's why, you know, long-term care insurance itself. I tell people, you know, great. It's a great product, but you may never use it. Right. So you're insuring, you're buying insurance for insurance. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, but we all know that we're going to all die one day. So, how about we look at a life insurance policy with a long-term care rider on it so that if you don't ever use the long-term care portion, guess what? Your family's still going to, to benefit when you pass away because that money will go to them. So I love that product. Um, it, it is a great product. Um, and long-term care is an issue. Um, as we know, more and more folks are living longer. And we're needing that type of care eventually. Uh, I think it's like, I don't know the stats, Kim, you probably know, but it's at least 50%. And so it's a very big market. We tell clients eight out of every 10 people will find themselves in a nursing home, even if it's just for rehabilitation after a hospital stay. The numbers are staggering. And so, you know, you have to, you gotta, you gotta keep moving. You can't just sit around, you know? So uh, my mom's um, eye doctor, ironically enough, wrote her a prescription on the prescription pad, 30 minutes exercise a day. <laughs> and so it's like, and uh, so now we can hold it up and go, have you done your 30 minutes today? Have you done your 30 minutes, you know? So, and uh, it's just really important to stay active, you know, all the way around and so, you know, but, you know, too, you know, long-term care insurance, you know, life insurance, you know, you got to be, got to be healthy, you know, so um, you always want to get those products when you don't need them and you're younger, it's cheaper than, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And sometimes I'll have customers call me and say, hey, Michelle, um, you know, I'm thinking about this or, you know, a lot of times what happens is someone in their family dies or someone in their family gets cancer or, and it just brings a whole nother level of awareness to them. And that's what we just want to get out to you. I mean, when I was diagnosed with leukemia about 20 months ago, um, you know, it, 
it, it rocked my world. And I pretty much lived in MD Anderson last year for a lot of the year. I still worked. Uh, but what what happens when that happens? You know, we have different products, standalone products like cancer insurance, uh, heart attack, stroke insurance. But you have to be healthy before you get them. And fortunately, I did have those plans in place for myself before I got sick. A lot of our life insurance policies also have living benefits available. So if you don't pass away, but you get a critical or chronic illness, you have access to part of that money. Now, most people don't want to use their death benefit while they're living. So that's why a standalone type of a cancer, heart, stroke, critical illness plan is valuable. And some of those plans give you 100% of your money back. So let's say you pass away and it's not from one of those illnesses. Guess what? Your family gets all of that money back. Who wouldn't want to do something like that? Yeah. <laughs> but most people just don't know it's available. Well, that's awesome. So tell our listeners where they can find you to get some more information. Absolutely. And I know um, we, uh, we can be found at Michelle at allmangroup.com. And let me spell it for you. Um, Michelle is with one L, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, -E, at all e man a l l e m a n group.com and you can also reach us at 281-384-3855 and you can also reach us on our website which is www.allamanfinancial.com we also do a number of other programs such as medicare supplements medicare advantage you know, the long-term care insurance programs, retirement plans, college plans, accidental plans, uh, infant life insurance programs. So we do all kinds of things. So feel free to just reach out uh, and we can set a time and talk more in detail about your situation. Perfect. Thanks so much, Michelle. And you take care of yourself. Stay healthy. And, um, and we look forward to uh, having you on the show again. Thank you, Kim. And you guys have a great day. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Life Happens with Kim Hegwood. Be sure to tune in every Thursday at 10 a.m. wherever you listen to your podcast as we navigate through the challenges that emerge as life happens. The content of this podcast does not establish an attorney-client relationship or constitute attorney-client privilege, legal, medical, financial, or any other professional advice.